0: Le'olam V'ed Hear, O Israel, the Lord is our God, the Lord is one. Blessed be the name of the glory of His kingdom forever and ever. Amen. Good morning, Mishpacha. Welcome to the Daily Audio Torah. I'm Laura Densmore, your host, and I'm so glad you're joining in with me today. Today is Friday, June 9th. and from the king james of the brit hadashah today we continue the torah portion naso and it means elevate number 7 1 to 40 on the day that moses finished setting up the mishkan he anointed and consecrated it and all its furnishings, as well as the altar and its utensils. When he had anointed and consecrated them, the chieftains of Israel, the heads of ancestral houses, namely the chieftains of the tribes, those who were in charge of enrollment, drew near and brought their offering before Hashem. Six draught carts and twelve oxen, a cart for every two chieftains, and an ox for each one. When they had brought them before the Mishkan, Hashem said to Moses, Accept these from them for use in the service of the tent of meeting and give them to the Leviim according to their respective per- services. Moses took the carts and the oxen and gave them to the Leviim. two carts and four oxen he gave to the Gershonites as required for their service, and four carts and eight oxen he gave to the Merorites as required for their service, under the direction of Itamar son of Aaron the Cohen. But to the Kohathites he did not give any since theirs was the service of the most sacred objects, their porterage, was by shoulder. The chieftains also brought the dedication offering for the altar upon its being anointed. As the chieftains were presenting their offerings before the altar, Hashem said to Moses, Let them present their offerings for the dedication of the altar, one chieftain each day. The one who presented his offering on the first day was Nashon, son of Aminadab, of the tribe of Yehudah. His offering, one silver bull weighing a 130 shekels and one silver basin of 70 shekels by the sanctuary weight, both filled with choice flour with oil mixed in for a meal offering, one gold ladle of 10 shekels filled with incense, one bull for the herd, one ram and one lamb in its first year for a burnt offering, one goat for a sin offering, and for his sacrifice of well-being, two oxen, five rams, five he-goats, and five yearling lambs. That was the offering of Nashon, son of Menadab. On the second day, Nathaniel, son of Zuar, chieftain of Issachar, made his offering. He presented as his offering one silver bull weighing 130 shekels, and one silver basin of seventy shekels by the sanctuary weight, both filled with choice flour with oil mixed in for a meal offering, one gold ladle of ten shekels filled with incense, one bull of the herd, one ram, and one lamb in its first year for a burnt offering, one goat for a sin offering, and for his sacrifice of well-being, two oxen, five rams, five he-goats, and five yearling lambs. That was the offering of Nathaniel, son of Zuar. On the third day, it was the chieftain of the Zebunites, Eliab, son of Helon. His offering, one silver bull weighing 130 shekels and one silver basin of 70 shekels by the sanctuary weight, both filled with choice flour, with oil mixed in for a meal offering, one gold ladle of 10 shekels filled with incense, one bull of the herd, one ram and one lamb in its first year for a burnt offering. One goat for a sin offering, and for his sacrifice of well being, two oxen, five rams, five he goats, and five yearling lambs. That was the offering of Eliab, son of Helon. On the fourth day, it was the chieftain of the Reubenites, Elitzer, son of Shadur. His offering, one silver bowl, weighing a hundred and thirty shekels, and one silver basin of seventy shekels by the sanctuary weight both filled with choice flour, with oil mixed in for a meal offering, one gold ladle of ten shekels filled with incense, one bull of the herd, one ram, and one lamb in its first year for a burnt offering, one goat for a sin offering, and for his sacrifice of well-being, two oxen, five rams, five he-goats, and five yearling lambs. That was the offering of Elitzer, son of Shadur. On the fifth day it was the chieftain of the Simeonites, Shalumiel, son of Zuri Shaddai His offering, one silver bull weighing 130 shekels, one silver basin of 70 shekels by the sanctuary weight, both filled with choice flour with oil mixed in for a meal offering, one gold ladle of 10 shekels filled with incense, one bull of the herd, one ram, and one lamb in its first year for a burnt offering, one goat for a sin offering. And for his sacrifice of well being, two oxen, five rams, five he goats, and five yearling lambs. That was the offering of Shalomiel, son of Shadai. 1 Kings 7 1 to 50 And it took Solomon thirteen years to build his palace until his whole palace was completed. He built the Lebanon Forest House with four rows of cedar columns and with hewn cedar beams above the columns. Its length was 100 a moat, its breadth 50 a moat, and its height 30 a moat. It was paneled above with cedar with the planks that were above on the 45 columns, 15 in each row. And there were three rows of window frames with three tiers of windows facing each other. All the doorways and doorposts had square frames, with three tiers of windows facing each side. He made the portico of columns, fifty a moat long and thirty a moat wide. The portico was in front of the columns, and there were columns with a canopy in front of them. He made the throne portico where he was to pronounce judgment, the hall of judgment. It was paneled with cedar from floor to floor. The house that he used as a residence in the rear courtyard back of the portico Was of the same construction. Solomon also constructed a palace like that portico for the daughter of Pharaoh, whom he had married. All these buildings, from foundation to coping, and all the way out to the great courtyard, were of choice stones, hewn according to measure, smooth on all sides. The foundations were huge blocks of choice stones, stones of ten amot and stones of eight amot and above were choice stones hewn according to measure and cedar wood. The large surrounding courtyard had three tiers of hewn stone and a row of cedar beams, the same as for the inner court of the house of Hashem and for the portico of the house. King Solomon sent for Hiram and brought him down from Tyre. He was the son of a widow of the tribe of Naphtali, and his father had been a Tyrian, a coppersmith. He was endowed with skill, ability, and talent for executing all work in bronze. He came to King Solomon and executed all his work. He cast two columns of bronze. One column was eighteen amot high and measured twelve emote in circumference, and similarly the other column. He made two capitals, cast in bronze, to be set upon the two columns the height of each of the two capitals being five a moat. Also nets of meshwork with festoons of chainwork for the capitals that were on the top of the columns, seven for each of the two capitals. He made the columns so that there were two rows of pomegranates encircling the top of the one network to cover the capitals that were on the top of the pomegranates, and he did the same for the network on the second capital. The capitals upon the columns of the portico were of lily design for a moat high. So also the capitals upon the two columns extended above and next to the bulge that was beside the network. There were two hundred pomegranates in rows around the top of the second capital. He set up the columns at the portico of the Great Hall. He set up one column on the right and named it Jakin, and he set up the other column on the left and named it Boaz. Upon the top of the columns there was a lily design. Thus, the work of the columns was completed. Then he made the tank of cast metal, ten amot across from brim to rim, completely round. It was five amot high, and it measured thirty amot in circumference. There were gourds below the brim, completely encircling it, ten to an amma, encircling the tank. The gourds were in two rows, cast in one piece with it. It stood upon twelve oxen, three facing north, three facing west, three facing south, and three facing east. With the tank resting upon them, their haunches were all turned inward. It was a tifa thick, and its brim was made like that of a cup, like the petals of a lily. Its capacity was two thousand baht. He made the ten labor stands of bronze. The length of each labor stand was four a moat, and the width four a moat, and the height was three a moat. The structure of the labor stands was as follows. They had insets, and there were insets within the frames, and on the insets within the frames were lions, oxen, and cherubim. Above the frames was a stand, and both above and below the lions and the oxen were spirals of hammered metal. Each laver stand had four bronze wheels and two bronze axle trees. Its four legs had brackets. The brackets were under the laver, cast with spirals beyond each. Its funnel within the crown rose an ama above it. This funnel was round in the fashion of a stand, an ama and a half in diameter. On the funnel too there were carvings, but the insets were square, not round. And below the insets were the four wheels the axle trees of the wheels were fixed in the labor stand and the height of each wheel was an ama and a half the structure of the wheels was like the structure of chariot wheels and their axle trees their rims their spokes and their hubs were all of cast metal four brackets ran to the four corners of each labor stand the brackets were of a piece with the labor stand at the top of the labor stand was a round band, half an high, and together with the top of the labor stand. Its side and its insets were of one piece with it. On its surface, on its sides, and on its insets, Hiram engraved cherubim, lions, and palms, as the clear space on each allowed with spirals round about. It was after this manner that he made the ten labor stands, all of them cast alike, of the same measure and the same frame. Then he made ten bronze lavers, one laver on each of the ten labor stands, each laver measuring four a moat, and each laver containing forty baht. He disposed the labor stands, five at the right side of the house and five at the left side, and the tank he placed on the right side of the house at the southeast corner. Hiram also made the lavers, the scrapers, and the sprinkling bowls. So Hiram finished all the work that he had been doing for King Solomon on the house of Hashem. The two columns, the two globes of the capitals upon the columns, and the two pieces of network to cover the two globes of the capitals upon the columns. The four hundred pomegranates for the two pieces of network. Two rows of pomegranates for each network to cover the two globes of the capitals upon the columns. The ten stands and the ten labors upon the stands. The one tank with the twelve oxen underneath the tank the pails, the scrapers, and the sprinkling bowls. All those vessels in the house of Hashem that Hiram made for King Solomon were of burnished bronze. The king had them cast in earthen molds in the plain of the Jordan between Sukkot and Zerathane. Solomon left all the vessels unweighed. Because of their very great quantity, the weight of the bronze was not reckoned. And Solomon made all the furnishings that were in the house of Hashem, the altar of gold, the table for the bread of display, of gold. The menorahs, five on the right side and five on the left, in front of the shrine, of solid gold. And the petals, lamps, and tongs, of gold. The basin, snuffers, sprinkling bowls, ladles, and firepans, of solid gold. And the hinge sockets for the doors of the innermost part of the house, the Holy of Holies. And for the doors of the great hall of the house, of gold. When all the work that King Solomon had done in the house of Hashem was completed, Solomon brought it in the sacred donations of his father David, the silver, the gold, and the vessels, and deposited them in the treasury of the house of Hashem. Acts 7.30-50 And when the forty years were expired, there appeared to him Moses in the wilderness of Mount Sinai, an angel of the Lord in a flame of fire in a bush. When Moses saw it, he wondered at the sight, and as he drew near to behold it, the voice of the Lord came to him, saying, I am the God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, and the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. Then Moses trembled and did not behold. And then said the Lord to him, Put off your shoes from your feet. For the place where you stand is holy ground. I have seen, I have seen the affliction of my people which is in Egypt, and I have heard their groaning, and am come down to deliver them. And now, come, I will send you into Egypt. This Moses, whom they refused, saying, Who made you a ruler and a judge? The same did God send to be a ruler and a deliverer by the hand of the angel which appeared to him in the bush. He brought them out, after that he had showed wonders and signs in the land of Egypt, and in the Red Sea, and in the wilderness forty years. This is that Moses which said unto the children of Israel, A prophet shall the Lord your God raise up unto your brethren, like unto me him shall you hear. This is he that was in the church in the wilderness with the angel which spoke to him in the mount, Sinai, and with our fathers who received the lively oracles to give to us to whom our fathers would not obey, but thrust him from them, and in their hearts turned back again into Egypt, saying to Aaron, Make us gods to go before us. For as for this Moses which brought us out of the land of Egypt, we wot not what has become of him. And they made a calf in those days, and offered sacrifice to the idol, and rejoiced in the works of their own sins. Then God turned and gave them up to worship the host of heaven, as it is written in the book of the prophets, O you house of Israel, have you offered to me slain beasts and sacrifices by the space of forty years in the wilderness? Yes, you took up the tabernacle of Moloch and the star of your god Rampham, figures which you made to worship them. I will carry you away beyond Babylon. Our fathers had the tabernacle of witness in the wilderness, AS HE HAD APPOINTED, SPEAKING TO MOSES, THAT HE SHOULD MAKE IT ACCORDING TO THE FASHION THAT HE HAD SEEN, WHICH ALSO OUR FATHERS THAT CAME AFTER BROUGHT IN WITH YESHUA INTO THE POSSESSION OF THE GENTILES, WHOM GOD DROVE OUT BEFORE THE FACE OF OUR FATHERS TO THE DAYS OF DAVID, WHO FOUND FAVOR BEFORE GOD AND DESIRED TO FIND A TABERNACLE FOR THE GOD OF JACOB. BUT SOLOMON BUILT HIM A HOUSE, HOWBEIT THE MOST HIGH DWELLS NOT IN TEMPLES MADE WITH HANDS, as says the prophet, Heaven is my throne, and earth is my footstool. What house will you build me, says the Lord, or what is the place of my rest? Has not my hand made all these things? Psalm 128, 1-6 Blessed is everyone that fears the Lord, that walks in his ways. For you shall eat the labor of your hands. Happy shall you be, and it shall be well with you. Your wife shall be as a fruitful vine by the sides of your house. Your children, like olive plants, round about your table. Behold, that thus shall the man be blessed that fears the Lord. The Lord shall bless you out of Zion, and you shall see the good of Jerusalem all the days of your life. Yes, you shall see your children's children, and peace upon Israel. Proverbs sixteen thirty-one 31-33 The hoary head is a crown of glory if it be found in the way of righteousness. He that is slow to anger is better than the mighty, and he that rules his spirit than he that takes a city. The lot is cast into the lap, but the whole dispossess Thereof is of the Lord. Please enjoy this beautiful worship song, Open the Gates, based upon Psalm 24, sung by James Block.
1: Adonai we. The Aaronic Blessing from Numbers Chapter 6, The Aaronic Blessing from Numbers Chapter 6,
0: 24